What's up, y'all? This is Felix, age 30, and I am tired. <laughs> Your voice is a whole octave lower. Yeah, I'm Jim now. This is my best Jim impression that I can do, and I can only do it if I have to get up super early. Because, again, the time difference, and I think it's only fair that I wake up early sometimes for Jim to record. Oh, how the tables have turned. Yeah, definitely. Oh, God. <laughs> you have so much more time in the day. At least that's what everyone who likes to wake up early says. I don't really buy into that, though. Unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, but I will be honest. I did not time it appropriately to where I can get my full eight hours. I'm one of those people. At least now I'm one of those people that need the eight hours in order to function at full capacity in the day. It's only going to get worse as you get older. Because old people... They go to bed earlier and earlier, but then they hit a peak and then it goes the other way. Like my dad will go to sleep from like 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then he's just up at the weirdest times. And I've talked to other similarly aged people and it's the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's look forward to. So you have fun with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I will. What's up, everyone? Jim, also 30, and it feels nice for me to get back into the night recording. I had dinner. I got my pancakes from 7-Eleven. Your which, pancakes? <laughs> they are really big on pancakes here. Like, different, kind of like dessert-type pancakes. Not like pancakes oh, yeah, from McDonald's, like, like you know, fluffy. not hot with syrup. They're pretty fluffy. Uh, they're filled with some different things. There's one that's maple and margarine. Now, normally I wouldn't touch margarine with a 10-foot pole. However, these are really good. We also have a cream cheese pancake. It's not cream cheese. It's it's kind of like whipped cream. I don't know. Sometimes they call stuff here, like they call Canadian bacon sausage sometimes. It's, oh, not, no. it's, not, it's not sausage. That's not, that's it's not okay. No, it's not okay. But I don't like ham, so I appreciate that they call it sausage because I can eat it. Just don't call it ham and I can eat it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like that. Yeah, ham ham is always a hit or miss for me. As a breakfast food, I don't I don't I don't agree that ham should be a breakfast food. Not even on like a ham egg and cheese or anything like that. So you're not done with the egg McMuffin? What do you mean? That's just ham. It's Canadian bacon, but it's it's just ham. And, and, and egg, oh yeah, no. It's like a regular one. No. Really? Yeah. As it's only What's Mc, your go-to? Oh, McGriddles. you're a Burger King guy. <laughs> that and also McGriddles. McGriddles are probably the Disgusting. crack yes, cocaine of the fast food chain. <laughs> How do you do sweet and salty like that? Because I'm not a disgusting human being. <laughs> you're a criminal. <laughs> you're mixing things that shouldn't go together. It's a and also Burger King God. breakfast is better than McDonald's. Anyway, okay, I'll give you the so French we're toast switching sticks. it up. French toast sticks. Wait, wait, shut up. I'll give you the French toast sticks. That's it. Yeah. That, that's all you are allowed. Okay, continue. French toast sticks and the Chris sandwiches. Chris sandwiches are better than uh, any breakfast sandwich that McDonald's offers. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're switching it up this, uh, this week, and we'll probably try to keep this format in some way in our next upcoming seasons. Um, but we're going to do some feedback and questions that y'all sent in. So here's a taste. Yeah, it's just a little, little, little taste of the of the of the new 
stuff that sauce. Just, sauce. The new, yeah, the new sauce. Yeah. Uh, so what, wait, did you hear it's boss though? Yeah, I think the sauce um is in like upper management. Yeah. <laughs> so there's room for growth. <laughs> there's still room for growth. It's not a dead end job yet. No, not yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so why don't we start off with this question from Christina. Hey, Christina. Uh, so we will... I'll just read it off. Hi there. I saw an invite for questions, so here goes mine. What is your take on Soda's glasses date? The girls say that he was too confident. I'm not sure if it was just the complete opposite. Don't get me wrong, he sounds arrogant, but not sure if it is excess of confidence lack of confidence or really just lack of interest he just asks her out because he feels like he has to i was honestly quite puzzled hmm christina thank you so much for the question it's always nice to hear from you um also i'm going to respond to your whatsapp messages soon so i'm sorry i'm busy (laughs) as far as socha goes i think he is fairly interested I think he doesn't really want to put a lot of effort into it, though. Yeah. That's my take. He's not going to take the time to sit and consider what Risako might want to do. Or really what anyone would want to do. Because I don't know if anyone would actively want to go do something like that with anyone. Especially if you haven't even gone out with them yet. I think he can't really be bothered. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that with... uh... With what you said about the confidence thing, I I don't know about that at all. Like, I don't think it's a question about confidence. I think it's really, like we said, and we beat to death last time, uh, that it was just him not even thinking and just like shit just goes way over his head. And he just thought he was cool or like he thought he was being smooth. Because I don't think confidence in like being smooth is like always goes hand in hand. But in this case, I think it was just him. As we find out later, like we'll talk about in in, our, in this episode, maybe it was him trying to get more screen time. And I never really thought about that because I kind of I kind of lose myself, uh, you know, falling for like the uh, I was getting I get hypnotized by Tara's house thinking that it is all just reality. But you're not the only one, friend. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. Christina, thank you so much for your question. I really we really appreciate it. That was a great question. All right. As Felix mentioned, we are going to be piloting some things. So we had the questions. So once again, thank you for that. And if you have any more, please send them on in. We got a comment on our Twitter. Someone by the handle of Herthrose. So thank you very much, Herthrose. You can tell that Jim doesn't like do social media because he didn't put the at <laughs> in front. <laughs> to me, it's kind of like this signifies... Like a, a Twitter handle, a name. Yeah, yeah. What what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Twitter handle. Yeah, no, but you got okay. it. You got it. Well, well, <laughs> no, hey, so, I got I'm that so, at least. I'm so I'm so proud of you. Okay. All right, thank you. So at okay, here we go. At Hearthrose says, Good episode as usual. The best evidence for Sota's having a sense of humor, Jim, is that he produced a rap song after his time on the show. And this person was kind enough to include a Spotify link to a song by Sota called I'm Sorry. I listened to it. It It's actually hot fire. It's pretty good. <laughs> it, 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 it slaps pretty hard. I'll say that. It's pretty good. So at Herthros, thank you very much for that. That was yeah, quite I useful. Think, I think that was some pretty hard evidence 
uh, yeah. you know, that he does have a sense of humor, although mm-hmm. it may be dry, but that's a good move. That's a really good move, I think, producing a rap yeah. song, um, composing a rap song about uh, replying to the hate on, like, probably social media and stuff. Yeah, what a guy, what a guy. And it really does sort of put things into perspective now. And as you said, we'll discuss the screen time thing when we get into the recap and our analysis. And the final thing we'll do before we kick it off is read a review as sort of a thank you. Real quick before we do it, um, we're going to we're gonna front load this this time. Please, um, we don't have any way of marketing our show too much, but the biggest and most helpful way is word of mouth and also reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. So you heard it now, so if you skip the end, uh, (laughs) gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. Yes. So this review is from Dad in Japan. So Dad in Japan says, you guys make it easy to listen about a show that is in the underground. Show is a cult classic, and so is this podcast. So Dad in Japan, thank you very much for your very kind words. And maybe I'll see you in Japan. Oh, yeah, that's actually true, yeah. I will find the first dad in Japan, and I will assume it's that person. All right, so what do you say we get started? Let's do it! Let's go! Japan's hottest reality show. So come on in, take off those shoes, and let's get started. Let's get started, Jim. So I didn't lean in that time, but I felt like I was breaking my neck because it was tensing up so much to fight the urge to lean in real close to the mic. But I did it, and I'm learning. So there you go. <laughs> you're going to wake up next morning, and you're going to have like a, a pulled muscle in your neck. <laughs> when I, I'm going to have to go to the doctors and be like, oh my god, what happened? Like, so, uh, do, do you know Terrace House? <laughs> like, get out. <laughs> get out now. Yeah. All right. You know, we've said it before. I'll say it again. We're coming down to the wire here as far as OND goes. So, for your enjoyment today, we'll be talking about episodes 41, 42, and 43. Yes, sir. So, some good stuff here. So, uh, let's get going. We see Maya and Yui in the kitchen. The holy sanctuary of all houses on the show and they're talking about Sota's weird date request about the glasses and there's a lot to talk about because it is really weird so later on we see Maya talking to Sota about it and says hey so that's uh it's that's kind of interesting isn't it and he goes yeah so Maya assumes probably correctly that he's into her but he kind of plays it down a little bit and he's kind of like well i don't know i mean it's just it's nice it's better than going picking out a a pair and having you guys meaning the people in the house say that they're bad so maya says hey what about io and he's like oh that's that's kind of gross isn't it and that was just i mean first of all no and second of all he's just yeah like come on you had the one of your only redeeming scenes uh, with 
with Shinsuke and the date. And, you know, you just being cool with you know, whatever. And even if he called it a date, you're cool with that. But then you got to make these, like, underlying, like, uh, I, I guess, like, what? Like, heteronormative, like, statements? <laughs> just... I mean, honestly, I just call it straight-up homophobia. Yeah, okay, all right. No, you know? I, that that is what it is. Because it's... I just to say it's gross. Like, You're right. I mean, Hold on. Like, <laughs> Let me back up. Happen? Let me back up. So, yeah. yeah, you're just going to straight up be homophobic after after your only redeeming quality on the show, helping out Shinsuke. I mean, what does he think is going to happen on this class's date? You know? I know, yeah, I know. Seriously, like, it's <laughs> it's like he's putting all his chips into this, this date. Like, oh, he jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, for something that he's like going all in and like he doesn't really think it out that well, does he? No. But of course we know that about him, right? Yeah. Later on, we see Ayo and Risako go on their date to go see the lava rocks. And it did look really cool. It did. Like it was really, really cool. I didn't know that was a thing, which I think we talked about last episode. As cool as it looked though, they just kinda looked like regular rocks to me. I don't wanna shit on it. And I'm not, because it really looked nice. But if you didn't tell me these rocks were sort of special, I probably wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> okay. Would you? Yeah. I'm, I'm a okay, lava yeah. expert. I'm a lava yeah, rock expert. I'm sure expert. you would. I'm sure you would. Yeah, what do you think I'm doing my grad program in? <laughs> oh, that's right. Lava <laughs> studies in lavaology. Is that what lava-ology? it is? Lavaology? No, no, no. Oh, not, not at all. <laughs> if it is, then, uh, yeah. I'm coming back to the States and uh, <laughs> getting my doctorate and doing a never-ending postdoc in it. All right. So they go. They have a nice time. I mean, Io's such a gentleman on the date, offering his jacket. Yeah. And they, I, I, I do like the chemistry between the two at this point. I wanted to make a comment about the checkered pants, but I can't because he <laughs> killed it. He did kill it. When they first show him, it's it's kind of like that flash of light, you know, when the light's coming at the end of a movie. No, oh, and yeah, for a second yeah. you're just, oh my god! But then you look and you say, okay, hey, your pupils are dilated. Not bad, Io. Not bad. Mm. They get back from the date. Risako says she had a really nice time, and it looked fun. I mean, they both clearly had a good time. So we'll see what happens with them. And then Sota comes in to the ladies' room, and oh just just totally. All right, let's let's go back in time a little bit. Do you remember in college we watched the Beijing Olympics at my college house in 2008? No. Okay, you do because you'll definitely know this story. The USA, the men's basketball team, were playing Angola. And LeBron blocked oh, this yeah, Angolan yeah, yeah. dude <laughs> yeah. down to the nether realm just like... Shang Tsung stealing his soul. I, I felt so that. bad for the guy. That's what happened to okay. Sota. Oh, man. So he comes in and he says, oh, So hey, LeBron came into Tara's house. And just jumped through the window. Him, completely <laughs> just wrecked him. It was a crime scene. Yeah. He comes in and he says, listen, we talked about this date. Uh, I just wanted to confirm the actual day because we hadn't really talked about that. And she goes, uh... I don't know. She says no in many different ways. And he gets it. Uh, except it's pretty except saying no. 
Right, except saying no. Most people are tactful when it comes to things like that. I think no one, I'll say most of the time, no one wants to hurt anyone else's feelings. But she really had no intention of going, which she says to Maya and Yui after Sota leaves. Right? Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Sota, gone too soon. So next day, Sota is talking to Maya there in the kitchen and... He goes, hey, uh, we say we go check out a brewery, which is one of the worst words in the English language, I'll say. Mm-hmm. All, along brewery. with jewelry. I can't jewelry, say. Jewelry, juror, rural, the rural juror from 30 Rock. Yeah, the rural juror. <laughs> the rural juror. Yeah. So he invites her to a brewery. <laughs> you just thought about it, didn't you? Jenna. <laughs> The rural rural <laughs> It's a good show. Watch it. So when Sota asks Maya out, she says, "Hey, uh, I thought maybe you were in Teresa, right?" They talk about this at the brewery. So the date itself looked pretty good. They learn about just some typical beer stuff, and they're talking. And she says, "Oh, it seemed like you were into." Risako, and he was like, well, not not really. I mean, oh, I wouldn't God. say it would be a date. It just seemed that there was an opening. He's always kind of hedgy, and there's a lot of hemming and hawing yeah, from why? Sota. Why? Like, it, it, you know, this, this comes back to him trying to act cool, I guess. He doesn't want to put himself out there too much. I get that to some extent, but I feel like the nature of this show... You have to expect this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And, like, if you were to make a spectrum of putting yourself out there, on the left, you would have Sota. And on the right, I feel like you have Yusuke <laughs> from Aloha State. From Aloha State. Yeah. He, man, he really tried. He tried so hard. He really hard. tried. He really did. I was rooting for him. <laughs> I can yeah. tell, like, you still genuinely get upset. No, I do. I really do. <laughs> I can see the pain Actually, in your eyes right now. When I, I had to unfollow him on Instagram because... Oh, I, no. Oh, God. <laughs> You're just making it worse. What do you mean it's making like, it worse? I just, because he loses a follower, like, you you really like him, and it's, now it's well, minus until one they, Instagram until, follower. Until they implement where you can hide people or snooze people <laughs> off your timeline on instagram then I, i'm sorry i just can't yeah okay okay all right well then i'm gonna follow him to make up for your unfollow <laughs> oh, God. okay okay getting back okay. oh man later on we see yui and she's talking she says that she hasn't really talked to kaito in a while they had their really nice date. They went skateboarding. And that's that's kind of been it. So there hasn't really been much communication there. As far as one-on-one goes, I mean, we've seen them in the same room with some of the other housemates. But they haven't really had any one-on-one time. And I think Yui's a little worried or concerned. Not overly so, but she does, of course, take notice of it. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully he's not losing interest, but it seems like we know he's sort of torn between Yui and Maya and we'll see how that plays out mm-hmm. in the playroom we have Ayo and Maya the relationship that they have is really nice like their chemistry is good they're talking in the playroom and Maya says this is what you were alluding to in our intro Felix that 
Soto might just want some screen time here. Thinking about when we had uh, Mark and Jackie on the show and they were bringing up and focusing more on that he's there for like research <laughs> for his company, um, which I didn't really get on my play on uh, my first um, run through of this sh- of this uh, of the season. But thinking more deep now, I feel like that maybe it's also him trying to promote his company. But I guess he doesn't actually have. He never says that his company, right, or who he works for. I don't know. I'm just I, I'm thinking about all the possibilities of like why, why he can use more screen time because he's not cool. <laughs> he's not. Like, he's not gaining more fans. I think by being on the screen more. He's not. But remember that he was a. Uh, oh man, he was like a. What was his thing? Like a sexy boy or something? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was his thing called? Like he was in some group or something? Yes. Yeah. yeah uh, Risako, like, brought it. Like, was it on their date that he brought it up? He's like a junior boy or something. Junior. <laughs> We're totally kidding. Yeah. This it's, yeah. All right. He it's was, absolutely not he, sexy he, boy. He was. He was a. Um, like a like a hot boy or something. I, like just, just, I think if we put any adjective in front of boy, it'll be funny. Um, but it was like something when he was in high school, right? Like a model. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like an agency or like a like a yeah. boy group or like a something. I don't know. It's, it was something weird. The point of me bringing this up though is that maybe he just he likes the camera in his face. As I'm sure many people who are on Terrace House all seasons do, that's part of why you want to be on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Who think, knows? I don't think anything with him being a model boy uh, <laughs> really has anything to do with it. Because I don't. If he, it, I just, I just don't have any concrete evidence of it. But I, it's just, it's just my gut feeling. <laughs> that, that can't be it. Yeah, I don't know. He's a he's a weird mystery. He really is. As much as I don't like him, I feel like it, I could do a case study. I'm I'm switching my grad program to to just write my thesis on Sotha from Lavology. Yeah, from Lavology, <laughs> where I just make uh, lava lamps. So after this, we see Io and Yui talk a little bit. So they're kind of getting close and. Io has brought up how easy she is to talk to, and it seems like there could be something growing there a little bit. Yeah. So we'll see how that develops. And the next day, we see Sota, he's outside smoking a cigarette, and Maya comes out and says, hey, so remember when I said we should go find a... Because at the end of their beer date, he suggested maybe finding a place to make glasses or something, but not <laughs> like glasses. eye glasses. No, uh... uh... Glass shaping. Glass shaping. Thank you. Yeah, like beer glasses. I don't know. Anyway, so Maya says, hey, uh, I don't want to date two guys at one time. And Kaito asked me out first, so I got to say no. So he gets dunked on twice this episode. This one was, uh, I think, less embarrassing for him. No, definitely, because one, it was in private. Yeah. but Pretty good. You know that's not a reason. <laughs> that's definitely not why, right? 
Oh no, of course not. It's just of course not. Get out of it. Okay, as long as we're on the same page. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> I was trying to think about, it, I was like, when did they make concrete plans? And it, and I, I, I thought that maybe Sota had Esther out first. Yeah, but maybe. It, it doesn't matter, like you said, because it's right. It's clearly not that. It's your Sota, and I don't like you very much. <laughs> From Maya's POV. So, tough break for Sota, but I think this also solidifies that Maya is is really into Kaito. Even if that was kind of an excuse, yeah. but I think she is all in on Kaito. And who wouldn't be? He's a cool dude. He's alright. Oh yeah, you're kind of like, eh, about him. I, I will sing his praises to the grave, my friend. I think he's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll go into it a little bit later. I It's just... Around now, lately, Kaito just he just doesn't seem to be all there on the show. You mean like he kind of has one foot out the door? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I don't know. It just doesn't seem like he is himself anymore, at least or the self that we saw when he first joined. Hmm. He seems more reserved or more conscious that he's on a reality show and um it just doesn't like he's being himself most of the time that's just the vibe that i've been getting no that's a that's an interesting observation and i wonder if a part of it is that now he's been on the show long enough where he can watch episodes where he's first featured when he first moves in and maybe he sees something he's like oh i don't want to act like that or portray myself like that so maybe he's making a conscious effort to be a little bit more reserved you know yeah or he's been getting shit on social media or something like that yeah that, that's a very real part of being on the show that we'll save for maybe the end we can kind of maybe talk about the impact because it is quite interesting mm-hmm. even though i don't know how to use instagram as we established earlier <laughs> or just talk about it or anything no, that's anything. not like gmail <laughs> <laughs> use a google uh was it google plus google plus God. i was actually gonna say that and i'm like uh, i'm really dating myself there so then we see Ayo and sota they're in the boys room and they're talking about risako and it seems like it was pretty good but it is going to come to a hard stop now because Ayo says listen i knew that when she referred to herself not only in the third person but she gave herself or she maybe not gave herself but she used a nickname for herself to say Richako is hungry and that really really was a turn off for Ayo and he's like I knew right then that I could never date her yeah it's I'm really happy this happened because we bring it up a lot on the show with other people because i know like uh uh was that rico from from boys and girls in the city she she also referred to herself in the third person um she was an idol so like and younger so i don't i think that was okay but risako is what 30 i think she's 28 she's like 30 she might as well be 30 so wow Uh, but, wow, Felix. <laughs> all right, she's like twenty, so she's older, and yes. 
not as old as us. Yeah, and I, I you again, you may have a better grasp on this, but I don't know if you like actually pay attention to like pop culture there. But is is that a younger thing? No. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, like, is it a younger thing that that um, Japanese people do, or? It, but it also seems like a feminine thing. It seems like only women do it. I do catch it from time to time, but that being said, I, I'm I'm not really interacting with anyone that young. You know, the friends that I have and stuff, maybe mid twenties at the youngest. So I don't really hear it a whole lot, mm-hmm. but I'm sure if I hung out with younger people or something, maybe I'd hear it more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for a 28 year old, it, it it is a bit interesting, let's yeah. say. So I think that that ship has set sail. Later on, we see Sota and Kaito there skateboarding, and Sota says, "Hey, listen, the reason why I wanted to come and skate with you specifically is because I think I'm going to peace out of here." Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I think it's time for me to go. And he kind of he kind of gives Kaito his blessing with Maya. He says, oh, we couldn't really be rivals in love. Like we kind of joked about it a little bit. But he's like, I hope it works out. I hope it's all good. What a kind soul. What a what a merciful <laughs> soul. That this, that this hot boy <laughs> is stepping out of, is bowing out of the race. Oh, man. Yeah. But Takato's like, I was never concerned about you. Just, <laughs> yeah. He's probably just brimming with hatred on the inside. But that's it for this episode. So we got one down. So switching over to 42. This one begins oh with... Oh my god. What? This is a bombshell of an episode. Yeah, this is... Uh, yeah, yeah. These next two, actually, together. But... Yeah, I think this one is is really... Yeah, the impact is, is pretty damn big. It begins with Maya and Yui doing some career stuff. So Maya's practicing her walk and her friend is giving her some tips a little bit. So it's good to see her doing some work-related stuff. And we see Yui applying for jobs. Now, we have discussed this before. She moved away from the wedding planning business because she feels like it would have brought some negative press or not press, uh, publicity i i think it was more along the lines of because she did not consider other people's feelings then how could she plan people's like the most important day in their lives yeah so yeah. right so that's not an issue for her anymore as far as that industry but she is applying for a job and uh you know we've seen some really bad job interviews on this show so we saw you no. die Oh yeah, Noah, yeah. Shinsuke, and now Yui, and I think she, hers is probably the best. But yes. she says, "Well, I don't really have a specific job in mind, and even if it's like it's not going to be your career, why would you say that?" Yeah, I know. I I, I don't know. Oh come on! Someone needs to just give them like a business etiquette course or something. After this, we see Sota talking and. He's meeting with his old, disgusting, pervert boss who says, Oh, I went to see the dirt on you. I can't believe you're leaving already. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) to be fair, he is pretty funny, though, his boss. Yeah. In, like, a, 
like rom com disgusting pervert boss way. That's hilarious. It's a show. That's that's kind of the idea, at least for me. <laughs> no, but it's just that's who this dude is. It's <laughs> not like a character. That's just who this dude is. And that's what's great, though. It's like this is just him, right? He's on a character. It's just him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of nice. pervert. <laughs> it's just kind of nice pervert. Knowing. Just some old disgusting pervert. <laughs> so when Sota gets home, he tells everyone except for Maya, who is sleeping in the other room, that he's leaving. And he says, hey, I wanted to do my market research or whatever, and I got some ideas. Again, whatever. And, uh, and Felix like, is falling it's asleep as I'm saying this. It's like a glasses shopping app or something. Yeah, something crazy. Where you, where you can like Skype with a date, and you can just scroll through glasses together. That's actually the tagline. not a bad idea. Oh, it's not, and the tagline is "Get a better look at love." Oh, that's good. That's good. Ooh, that was okay. off the top right now. That was yeah, off the top. That's off the dome. So good. You should. You should. You should yes. tweet at Soda. Be and like, he's gonna write a distract about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would love to be honest. After Sota tells everyone that he is going to be leaving. Ayo wants to talk to Urisako, and he says, Hey, listen, remember when I said we should go see a soccer game? Actually, we shouldn't, because I want to ask Yui out instead. And she understands. I think she tries to play it off a little bit, and she says, Oh, yeah, I totally forgot to. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. yeah, yeah, no, she I definitely have, was playing it off. Yeah, I have a feeling that she didn't. And then she does, like, the same thing that annoyed Ayo. She says, like, I forget if she says... Richako, but she refers to herself in the third person and says, like, I want love or romance too. After that, he goes back in the kitchen and he asks Yui out, but she has plans, which, like, she just said maybe five minutes ago. She said, Oh, I'll meet my friend in Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She We're going to go. Did. <laughs> and so he was not listening, but it's a little bit endearing, I think, because I think I, I could tell that he is really falling for her. And he's a little bit nervous, so he you know, forgot that she does not have any availability for Sunday. But yeah, it seemed like she you know, she was interested, just she couldn't because she had plans, and that was that. So later on, we get the farewell dinner, right? So Sota leaves, and it, it's it's good. Like it's 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 very bland and quite boring. It's so um, dry. Well, that's why it's good though, and that's because like I. No one is going to cry over him, and no one should. Uh, he says in some really vague way, like, he wants to collaborate with everyone, but what does that mean? Nothing. It means nothing. And uh, then he leaves. Did, did you see his jacket? No. Oh, man. He looked like a 70-year-old, like, old-money New York socialite. It was like this, like, fur or, like faux fur jacket it was like kind of like form fitting it was weird was he holding a pipe it was disgusting no it, it but oh man i don't know go and check it out when we're done because it's uh it's just weird shit so he gets in taxi says oh i'm not coming back and i hope he stays true to his word because i don't want to see his ass ever again <laughs> so see ya so in the middle of the episode we get the preview for the new member and this oh my is probably, God. like, the biggest deal of anyone, at least from the episodes that we've seen without having seen Boys and Girls Next Door, 
I mean, I, I would, I would, I would, I would put it up against that because I, I feel we would hear more about that at least on like the Reddit and stuff like that. I can. Oh, I'm think sure we, we would. Can safely assume this is the craziest guest. It's a big deal. Like Housemate. I've known about this band for a couple of years. Yes, and I like them. I don't love them, uh, but I like them. Oh, it's definitely and more up my alley crazy. with with. Uh, with like J-pop and J-rock, but with the style, yeah, 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 no, definitely, it's more poppy, which I like. Yeah, um, the lead singer who we'll talk about more in detail and on, uh, he fronts another band called Indigo La End, and that's more my jam. Mm-hmm. They're more I really like him. Rock. Me too. I think he's really talented. I was surprised at his speaking voice because I've never heard his speaking voice. Yeah, because yeah. you know, in Guess Who and in and in Indigo as well, he has a very high voice. Yeah. And when I when I heard him talk, I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like it's really smooth. F- Holy shit, is he smooth? So in the teaser, of course, it's not and on. I wish it were, but the actual new member seems pretty cool. So he just is very straightforward. He just wants romance. That's the only reason why he wants to move into the terrace house. It was romance, and that's it. I knew who the band was. I just didn't know who uh, the the bassist was, who was our new guest, but our new housemate. Yeah, I had no clue either. But yeah, he's 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 going to make a big impact. So he does, because then we see him come in, and he does the whole thing. So Masao Wada is his name. He is thirty one. Again, he's a bassist, not only for Gesu but for Dadare, and yes. I forget the other band. I. I haven't heard of the other band. I've heard of Dada Ray before, but I forget it because of the K. He's a big deal. He's a celebrity. Like, hands down, he's a celebrity. It's cool, man. Really cool. That's like an actual celebrity, you know? Yeah. yeah. As I shit on everyone else that's ever been in Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Masao comes in. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. He's really funny. He's quick. Uh, but he's also very soft spoken, mm-hmm. which I like. He kind of has sort of like a. Like a like a calming presence without being boring. Yeah, and that's a really good way. I I couldn't put my thumb on it, but that you explained it perfectly. Jim, you're a wordsmith. I really am a master of words. So you're 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 gonna study lovology, but then yeah. you switched it to what did you switch it to? So Sotology. Sotology. And I'll get mine in wordsmithing. <laughs> or as other people know it as English. <laughs> so Masao is talking and he he's funny man he uh, he's, so, oh God. people he's have like talked cringy. about he's he's borderline cringy but like he he I, I guess maybe he his like celebrity status prevents it from like going too far it's possible it's possible we've had people talk about what they're into before but Later on, he's like, oh, man, if a girl thinks I'm disgusting, I'm really into it. And I was kind of grossed out by that. I think he's disgusting. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to, like, kink shame or anything. But, like, it's because of, like, the way he said it. Like, he was so casual about it. And because it's that calming without being boring way. And he said that. And I was like, you are disgusting. Like, you, yeah. Like, I... Oh my god, I hope he doesn't hear this and then gets turned on from that. If he does, hey, that's okay, I guess, but oh my god. He's just so, like, casual. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it 
so great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be laughing now if you would have said it in private. <laughs> like, and just, like, just like maybe to himself or something. That would be creepy. <laughs> but <laughs> I, just because he's just so open and it's like you don't, you can't tell if he has a filter or not. Yeah. And then when he says shit like that, you're like, oh, he doesn't. But then he goes back to his soft-spoken demeanor. I don't know. It's it's great. <laughs> this definitely sets a high point in the show. So, yeah. So, we have a new house pervert. <laughs> which is great. As uh, uncomfortable as it may make us, or at least me. I'm totally fine with it. I can't speak for you. You're also a disgusting pervert. I am. So later on, they're talking about the band. Of course, he's a celebrity, as we've said a couple times. So just v- very quickly, just to give a quick, if anyone doesn't know about like the scandal oh, with Enon, yeah. with the lead singer of Guess Who. So very, very quickly. So he was married at one point, but he had an affair with a Tadento, which is the name for just like a, like a usually a foreign talent in Japan. Uh, it was Becky, wasn't it? Becky, yeah. Yeah. So Becky, you can see her on some TV shows and various things. Uh, So yeah, so he said, oh no, we're just good friends. But then later he divorced his wife. So that that, that was a low point for him and the group too. You know, they, they, yeah, it was tough as, you know, we heard on the show. Uh, Yeah, so that's just a scandal. So I just wanted to talk about that really quickly. This is still related. Kacho, and again, his that's his nickname that everybody usually knows him by. Because apparently, mm-hmm. uh, he when he first started, he was working at a company, and he could only play on the weekends. And he has a, a manager like face. <laughs> uh, so, and I like that nickname a lot. So I'll probably refer to him like uh, from his nickname. But Kacho was saying that um, I don't know what the media was saying, or at least I tried not to. Uh, but to me, like, and on is like a really good guy. And it's just kind of like that camaraderie. I don't know the camaraderie with adultery or anything like that. Uh, but it just seems that he had a very strong relationship or he has a strong relationship with him. I think when he was talking about it, about the scandal, he handled it pretty well. And I say pretty well because he said something that I hear people both in my personal life and in the media say whenever they're discussing someone who's maybe done something a little bit unsavory or who has had some type of a scandal where they'll say, oh, that's not the person I know. I never expect this from him because you really can't put people in these neat boxes because you can give to charity and help out wounded war veterans and save puppies. And you also be a serial killer, mm-hmm. you know, like those types of things are not mutually exclusive. And so whenever I hear that, I kind of have like a knee jerk reaction, like, Oh, that's not a great thing to say. But I also think he was just being honest about it. You yeah. know, like he, he, and you can tell because right after that, he says, Oh, that's not the end on that I knew but I had mixed feelings about it. So I he he didn't excuse the scandal. Thank you for clarifying. No problem. 
so yeah, so that's the, that's the scandal in a nutshell. There, you can read more about it on the computer. Apparently, I've never used the computer, so I don't I don't know. That's what Felix tells me. So Masao comes in and he is immediately like, "All right, everyone's super cute." He thinks Yui is awesome, and he thinks Rusako is very very attractive. So eventually, Maya meets him uh, oh, in the kitchen. This is good. <laughs> this is great. This is awesome. So Maya meets him, and it's him, Maya, and Ayo. And so she's like, oh, what do you do? I'm in a band. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, what band? Like, what, what, what's no, going I, on? No, I was like, yeah, go ahead, ask him what band yeah. he plays for. <laughs> and, and he's like, have you heard of Gisu? And she's like, oh, yeah. So like a cover band. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh, and also, because I watched this whole scene, actually, with the, the commentary on. They yeah. busted out laughing. <laughs> that was pretty good for Maya and then she's also like oh I didn't know that they were still making music so it's like yeah, yeah it's the most Maya like scene ever I think yeah so they're talking a little bit and uh, Masao is talking about you mentioned like he was a salary man right and he only played music on the weekends and he has some pretty good life advice here he says that he felt like he had to make a quick decision, but he says that looking back, like he didn't feel like he wasted his time. And he also, he wanted to not feel as rushed. Like he wished that he hadn't felt as rushed to make a decision, which I thought was really nice. And that's great advice to say to people who are, I mean, really people of any age, but especially people who are under 25, let's say. Yeah. It was a tough time. He's a smart dude. Yeah. He's Aside from smart. being a kind of creepy, but... What you love him for, apparently. <laughs> that aside, Don't talk about my friend like that. All right. <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> so at the end here, uh, we kind of get a maybe a deeper look into Maya and Kaito. So Maya's like, hey, uh, can you go wake Kaito up and have him cook me some food? Or just to go get Kaito because, you know, she wants some food. So he gets up and so he starts making her some stuff. And... Then Ayo goes into the ladies' room to wake Yui up and to ask her out. I'm like, this really couldn't wait it, bro. I'm sorry. Yui getting up and just being woken up is the worst thing on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it takes her forever to get on like this planet. Which, I don't know. Like, Have you been woken up in like the middle of the night? <laughs> wait, I know you have. You know I have. <laughs> You know, I know, I know it's disorienting, but like it doesn't take that long to snap to it. I feel. I don't know what took her so long. Maybe she was like in the middle of REM or something. Yeah, yeah, like just smack dab in the middle of it. She was I know that, that's a weird thing to, yeah. to to criticize, but whatever. It's it's our show, so it's our damn show. As we've said, we are adults many times. <laughs> so Io wakes her up, and it takes her twenty years to get up from her eternal slumber. And she says, "Yeah, let's uh, let's go out." So there are some moves being made, and so there seems to be some pairing off here that's maybe getting a bit more solid, right? Yeah. Maya, Kaito, Ayo, Yui. So we'll see if Masao and Risako end up uh, pairing off. So we'll see. Come to the last episode here, so 43. Masao snores like hell, yeah. which is crazy. So everyone was like asleep like all the way across the house, and he wakes up and he's like, oh, I feel great. How about everyone else? And they're like, uh... Not so much, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I loved um, Kaito and Io just like cracking up about it. 
Yeah. I'm glad they were good sports about it. As somebody with sleep apnea, you can you get really self conscious of whenever you sleep in in the vicinity of like other people. And uh yeah. So usually whenever I'm in bed, like I kinda like just try to stay at the corner and bury my face into a pillow. <laughs> Except for when you're on vacation and that doesn't work. Oh yeah. Well no no, no. I don't I don't care. I tried to sleep in the same bed as Jim. <laughs> Man, that first night was so he snores like hell, so he's like, okay, I have to fix it. So good guy being concerned for his new housemates. Later on, we see Yui and Ayo have a nice fishing date. I'm sorry, Ayo looked like a 60-year-old Japanese dude just, like, going down to go fish at the river, I like, with it. his hat. And he just, I man. It. I loved every second of it. I know. I was so there for that outfit. That was so good. So they come back. Well, we see them eat the fish, which is pretty cool. And they bring some more fish back. While Yui and Risako were getting the grill ready, Yui says, you know what, he he's pretty cool, had a fun time, uh, but he has this disgusting habit of picking his nose and rubbing it on people. Now, I don't know if you've oh, seen that. Like, no, I can't remember. But... I don't think so. I, I don't think we've seen him digging for gold. It's disgusting. We shouldn't have to say this as a PSA. Don't pick your nose in public. Don't pick your nose in public. Like... There are bathrooms, tissues, you know. Yeah. So just oh god, it's so just. Uh. What's the point? That's that's my big question. Like, what? Why do you need to do that? Yeah. Why? Why do you need to do that when you can just like blow your nose or something? It's awful. Oh it's god. It's so disgusting. All right. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Moving on because it's so gross. So later on, uh, there is some discussion about Maya not really sleeping in the girls' room. And they wonder oh, if there's yeah. some drama. So this is like some weird drama, which we'll get into a little bit more later. Uh, and they just want to make sure that everything is cool. So Risako suggests maybe like we'll sit down, we'll have a, a nice chat later uh, to see, you know, just to clear up anything. Masao comes back home next day and says, hey, so I got a mouthpiece for my snoring. And, oh, and so, like hey. Three other products, too. Yeah. So well, true so to his word. Yeah, no, that's definitely... He he was embarrassed by it, and he would, he was like, "All right, I got to fix this." Yeah, pretty good guy there. And he's talking, and Io says, "Hey, I don't know if Yui sees me as relationship material." So at least they're kind of on the same page, right? And <laughs> yeah. we'll see how this ends up playing out. But Io is not stupid; like he knows that you know maybe she doesn't have the best view of him. They have fun, but in terms of anything serious. Uh, It's not looking super likely now, but we'll see how that goes. So we do get the talk that Risako wanted to have where the ladies all chat in their bedroom. So their focus is on Maya. And there are some things that kind of come out, just to name a few. Uh, Sometimes she breezes by them without saying I'm home. and then, But sometimes then Yui and Risako do not welcome her home. So there's a little bit of resentment there coming from all involved parties here. Uh, she does not help with the chores at all. And they know she's busy, but you know they want some sort of like an acknowledgement there that she's not really carrying her weight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting because it, those scenes that they mention are small, but they build up. And mm-hmm. the producers can't show that. And they probably don't even want to. But they want to show the drama of it. So that that was just that was a pretty interesting uh dynamic 
you know, it, it, it it's very sudden for us. Yep. But it was a gradual build for the the other women in the house. Yeah. Maya also says, just the last thing here, she says that she feels like the two of them kind of have their own world. And there are some issues where Yui and Risako think, well, I, th- I feel like you just want to spend time with Kaito. So there's a lot of like assumptions here. Yeah, and they probably just yeah. could talk about it. And it could be very it easy. So hopefully it gets resolved. Yeah, it did. It was kind of weird. It was like, oh, also this. Also that. It just kind of, you know, the floodgates opened up and everything just comes pouring out. This is some also some pretty concrete evidence that uh, you shouldn't be so roundabout and maybe being a little bit direct and oh, having open communication could prevent a lot of this. It certainly could. <laughs> we see Maya's fashion show and it looks awesome. And oh, they go yeah. to support her. It's it's really, really cool. So Ayo and Kaito talk about some of the drama that has been happening. So Kaito and Maya have been talking about it online a little bit and she's just been bummed out. So it seems like it's now spreading to the rest of the house where everywhere, or I should say most of the other housemates are aware of the situation. I feel this is a very relatable experience for a lot of people, especially around her age and people in college and stuff. Or right out of college when, you know, you had to live with other people. I feel that not being able to fit in or feel outcast. I think this is just a good, a good part in the show, just as a uh, relatable scene. We had all sorts of issues trying to figure out our housing situations every year. (laughs) Every goddamn year. So it is quite relatable, as you said. We see Ayo trying to learn more about getting into personal training. He finally found something to work for. Hopefully he can stick with it. He'll get started soon, it seems like, with some certifications and some of, you know, the apprenticeship type stuff. Yeah, it seems like he has a good network for it, right? Because he has a, a friend at a gym already that can help him out if he gets certified. Yeah, absolutely. Later on, we see the ladies talking in the kitchen. So they really just kind of dog Masao kind of out of nowhere. Because <laughs> Maya's like, you know, I thought we get a hot guy. What's funny is that she says it and it seems like she doesn't really realize like, oh, maybe that's not a great thing to say. I'm like, you know, that's not a good thing to say. You know, that was kind of mean. She's like, oh, did I just insult him indirectly? I'm like, no, you directly insulted <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, Come on this now. is this is kind of the opposite of what I was saying with Kaito. Yeah. Later on, we get Io and Yui having some bonding time playing catch. So it seems like their relationship is developing slowly but surely. That night, we see Masao giving Yui a cooking lesson, and he talks a little bit about him and sort of his style with women. He says, you know, I I ask girls out until I, basically until I wear them down. And he was doing pretty well, and then he said that, and I was like, oh man, that's, mm-mm, nah. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> that's a, that ain't it. Uh, yeah, that, that, this ain't it. <laughs> it really isn't. Hopefully he doesn't do that here, man. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't he have a nickname? I don't know if they bring it up in this episode. It's like oh, I don't think... Chaser or something. Yeah, I think they maybe bring it up later on. But yeah, it's yeah, oh, that's God. that's that's what they call him. It's just one of those glaring things that you're like, oh, I I really like this person. They seem really cool, and then it's just this uh, this very glaring flaw that you can't get around, and you're like, oh God. The truth comes out eventually, right? Yeah. Later on, also in the kitchen, 
everyone's talking and Masao out of nowhere he's like hey Risako you you look familiar I've I've definitely oh. seen you before <laughs> and Risako is like uh what are you talking about my dude luckily it's not that crazy uh she did some modeling for a corset right that he bought when they were going on tour so they try it on and it seemed kind of nice but because you know the veneer of the show kind of wears off for us sometimes with certain things i thought this was such an obvious plant by the producers yeah i cannot believe this is real cannot believe it i kind of can you know felix <laughs> yeah no hey, i just I, I i just kind of i i can see where you're coming from and i thought that also but cacho is pretty he's pretty particular you choose to believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. So this episode comes to an end. We get another scene of Masao being a disgusting pervert. <laughs> so he's talking to Ayo and he's like, you know what? Everyone's cute, but Risako is the one. He's like, oh man, I just want her to scold me. I want her to tell me I've been such a bad boy. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool, man. I mean, it's funny as hell, but probably a little, little uncomfortable there. A little. <laughs> Just imagine this famous celebrity moving into your house, and and you have no idea of how they are. And you you know they're saying don't meet your heroes. Like, yep. it, this, this is probably it. So now, whenever he listens to them, he's gonna go, oh, you know, the, the music's <laughs> yeah. good, but the basis is a little something. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, and that's uh, that's about it. You got anything else? Uh no that that was it. And okay. I mean, I do have a, like a bad taste in my mouth, but that's the idea. Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> so housework, please visit. What are we at now? TaurusHouse.simplecast.com. Welcome to TaurusHouse.com. Is yes. still weird. Uh, it's still acting up. So I I keep saying that I'm going to take care of it, but I will take care of it. Uh, you can find us on your favorite podcast listening apps, um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything like that. Uh, speaking of Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Um, as you heard earlier, we're trying to integrate y'all more into the show, so leave us a review. We'll read it. Uh, send us questions. You can tweet it at us, email, or whatever, and we'll, we'll try to answer it in, in, in the intro. That's the best way that you can help. Another way you can help is also suggesting us to your friends. Terrace House keeps getting bigger and bigger, and I feel like our show is a really good way to get into um, to get into it. Yeah, and those clips are also pretty pretty easy to share too. The one where we just do like little snippets, so you can get a little a little taste of Terrace House uh, before you dive right in. Excellent. Shall I bring it home? Please, because I have to clock in to work. Yes, you do. I have to get a shower or not, depending on how clean I feel, which is not very right now because it was kind of hot today in Japan. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were talking about all the kacho talk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I definitely have to get a shower. That's not even a question anymore. Well, anyway, folks, we have just listened to episode 35 of Tourist House, where we talked about episodes 41, 42, and 43 of Opening New Doors. So please join us next time for our 36th episode, where we will be covering 
episodes 44, 45, and 46. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is Jim. This is Felix. Take care, everyone.